you may have heard of Luther Vandross, a singer and songwriter who died 18 years ago at the age of 54. I don't know much about him. However, one of his songs is definitely one of my favorites, especially on a day like Father's Day. The song is called Dance with My Father. It was released just two years before the singer's death and was dedicated to his father, who died when the future singer was only eight years old. It has a beautiful melody, but its lyrics are even more wonderful. I read them to you, maybe you know this song. Back when I was a child, before life removed all the innocence, my father would lift me high and dance with my mother and me, and then spin me around till I fell asleep. Then up the stairs he would carry me, and I knew for sure I was loved. If I could get another chance, another walk, another dance with him, I'd play a song that would never ever end, how I'd love to dance with my father again. When I and my mother would disagree, to get my way I would run from her to him. He'd make me laugh just to comfort me, then finally make me do just what my mama said. Later that night, when I was asleep, he left a dollar under my sheet. Never dreamed that he would be gone from me. If I could steal one final glance, one final step, one final dance with him, I'd play a song that would never ever end, cause I'd love to dance with my father again. Sometimes I'd listen outside her door and I'd hear, I'd hear how my mother cried for him. I pray for her even more than me. I know I'm praying for much too much, but could you send back the only man she loved? I know you don't do it usually, but dear Lord, she's dying to dance with my father again. Every night I fall asleep, and this is all I ever dream. My father was 55 years old when he died. I was never close with him, and when I was a child, it was difficult for me to understand my father. However, now, in retrospect, I have learned to understand and really appreciate him. I hope you don't mind if I tell you a little about my father. 
He was born a country boy. He had two older brothers, but unfortunately, his mother and father separated soon after he was born. And their relationship was so bad that my father, who remained with the mother, was forbidden to have anything to do with both his father and his brothers. So my father grew up as an only child, and his mother was extremely strict with him. My father was very good at school. In our school system, it's customary to grade on a five-point scale. One is the worst grade, so bad it's hardly used, and five is the best. My father had only fives. I still have some of his honor certificates with pictures of Lenin and Stalin on them, which, of course, did not make my father a Leninist or a Stalinist. He studied at two universities, first physics and then electrical engineering. He worked as an engineer all his life. At university, he met my mother. They got married, and then my sister and I were born. We lived in a city with a population of about 100,000 and had a tiny apartment consisting of two rooms and the kitchen. Two rooms doesn't mean apartment with two bedrooms. It, mean, it means two rooms and a little kitchen. Where my father, who had grown up in the country and whose heart remained there for the rest of his life, felt like a prisoner. This was my father's fate. His soul lived in immeasurable freedom somewhere in the countryside while his body was chained between the city walls. Having grown up without a father, he could not be a father himself. I later realized that he was a gentle person at heart, but he thought that to be a father is to be tough and strict. The only times I saw my father completely free and serene were when we went to the countryside where he was asked to help with work. My father was a skilled handyman who was capable of doing any work and who never failed to help anyone who asked him. Most of the time, when he was called in to help, he actually did all the work by himself before the others could even begin. My relationship with my father was completely different from the one in this beautiful song I shared with you before. And yet, I can relate to this song very well, for I have learned to highly appreciate my father, and I miss him so much. Perhaps what I miss most is the missed opportunities, not only in relation to my father, but in general, 
when I look back on my life, how many moments are there that I wish I could get back so that I could act differently? How many missed opportunities to listen to the stories of my grandparents, to be with my mother, father and sister, to enjoy every wonderful moment with my own child, children and my lovely wife? How many times I have blindly passed by the wonderful things and people around me and how little and inadequately I have been able to thank, thank and praise him who has given me all this, all this in his love. St. John says in today's epistle, Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in words, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Everything we have and what we are, including all the people we love and share our lives with, is a gift from God. But he has given us immeasurably more. He has given us himself. And he wants us, like him, to be ready to give ourselves and share our lives with others. This is the only true way to avoid regretting the missed opportunities, to give of yourself, to share your life with others, like God, our Creator and our Father. I could also say, like my Father, about whom I told you before, that the only moments when I saw him truly free and would even say truly alive were when he had the opportunity to help someone, to do something for someone who had asked for his help. Today's Gospel also talks about missed opportunities. Before our eyes are three men who were invited to a great supper, but who thought they had better things to do. Well, they were wrong. They actually made two fundamental and serious mistakes. First, they decided to keep what they had only for themselves. And secondly, they were not ready to accept the joy that someone else wanted to share with them. It is hard to imagine a more miserable person than one who is incapable of both giving and receiving, who lives in a world where everyone thinks only of themselves, where not someone else forbids you to have anything to do with your own father and brothers 
as my father was forbidden when he was a little boy, but where you do it to yourself, closing all the doors in front of you through which you would find love and true life. On days like today, on Father's Day, as well as on Mother's Day, when we remember the loved ones we've lost, it's only natural to think about some missed opportunities. But that shouldn't be the only thing we think about. Rather, we should think with thankfulness about all that we have been allowed to receive, what God has so abundantly given us and continues to give us in his amazing generosity. If we have ever rejected his call, we can be grateful and happy that he still calls us today. There is still room in his house, as we heard in today's gospel. And when we think about our relationships with our loved ones, then, no, we cannot change what we have done or what we have failed to do. But we still have the opportunity to say, I love you to someone today, and to share with him or her all the fullness of the life that God has given us. God doesn't miss any opportunity. God has given himself. St. John says that he laid down his life for us. Even if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart. Therefore, let us listen to God and to what he tells us to do, knowing that this is the best that can happen to us. What is it that God expects from us. He wants us to listen to his call and come. For all things are now ready. He asks us to believe on the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another. Nothing more. Because there is nothing more or greater. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen.